0: The mayor is in the house. Today's guest is Plano Mayor John Munns. Mayor Munns has been a longtime servant of the City of Plano. First serving on the school board, then the Economic Development Commission, and now as the city's 40th mayor. I'm super excited to have him on the show today. Welcome to the podcast. So I wondered if we could start a little bit talking about your
1: story serving Plano. Because I think you have a long history in the city, we moved to Plano in like '69, out way out here west of Preston, which was unheard of because it was just it was farmland, <laughs> and um, uh, it, it was it was a breath of fresh air. So I went to school primarily all through my you know elementary, middle, and high school here in Plano, and uh, so I, I have. I have that love for Plano in the education part of mm-hmm. it, and uh, went to Abilene Christian University. Came back, my, I met my wife there. We came back and just got plugged in, mm-hmm. and so I I actually wanted to kind of give back to the community that had done so much for me, and I ran for school board at PISD. Okay, and um, so I I was successful and. And I spent 16 years on the school board here in Plano, and uh, and again, that's a volunteer job. It's an elected job, but it's still volunteer. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife was involved in Junior League and uh, uh, children's health and and many other of those things. Yeah. So we were very busy, and at the same time, uh, my my dad was. On City Council and then became the Mayor of Plano. Oh, in wow, Okay. 1992.
0: You're a second generation. I am. I'm, wow. I'm second
1: generation. Do you have a son. I do. Is I that, do. Is that maybe in his aspirations too? <laughs> I don't know. He's watching very closely, <laughs> yeah. but not. It's probably. The world not, has probably changed. A it's bit. not helping a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we. He was actually the mayor, and I was the president of the school board. I think for about a year, year and a half mm-hmm. uh, together, which was. Really interesting. Dynamic, it I was bet. very it was yeah. very interesting.
0: I, I the Plano School Board, I mean Plano School Board is a huge school district with
1: it's it's a big school district, yeah. fifty thousand kids. Oh my gosh. Seventy plus campuses. I mean yeah. it is it, it is a huge operation.
0: Yeah, and I if I recall their budget is towards a billion dollars, I yeah. think. I mean it's it, it really impressive.
1: Is. And and th- what's so great about it, and I knew this all along, but since being the mayor and, and really getting involved with the companies that are here in Plano mm-hmm. and then the companies that are really interested in coming to Plano. Education is usually always at the top of their yeah. list, and they're very happy with the education system here in Plano, and that has a lot to do with why we're so successful attracting companies.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, all the time with people moving from out of state, that's at the top of their list are schools. No doubt. So they're looking at that. So you worked, uh, you served, I should say, yeah. uh, on the school board, and then I think economic commission or some other roles. Yeah, too. Dur-
1: during that time, I was also on the uh, economic development board because okay. they they always have uh, one representative from the school district to be on the board, uh, especially when there's incentives and things like that, mm-hmm. which no longer really exist for the school district because it, they're just not allowed to do that anymore. But uh the economic development and that was that was right after JC Penney and EDS moved to Plano and Okay. And it was that was kind of the evolution of understanding that, you know what, we could be good at this. We could be really a good corporate community. Mm-hmm. And uh so it it's it's amazing where we're at today in comparison to, you know, just Little old Plano, going oh! All the, all of a sudden, this big retail company <laughs> yeah. and this this big computer company is coming to Plano. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, it means there's some really great opportunities. And uh, so, uh, since then, we we've as I said earlier, we 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 had such great foresight in planning this city, mm-hmm. and it's really a well-planned city. We have. 85 parks and it's going to be about 89 because we'll include some new developments that include parks okay. but they all you know every school that I was mentioning has a park next to it and mm-hmm. then there's rec centers and there's splash pads and there's and so we we win the best park system in the state of Texas which is I know there's no mountains there's no beaches there's no <laughs> you hill have country parks then. But accessibility, once again, is what makes this yeah. so attractive. I
0: believe I I read this somewhere, but every home in it was walkable to a park, five minutes. Yeah. yeah, and I live over by Arbor Hills. I'm probably there like four or five days a week. And you you see it's how like,
1: you see how popular Arbor oh, yeah. Hills is. And yeah, it's just it's incredible. And so those are those are some real attributes that. If you're really planning for thirty and forty years down the road, mm-hmm. this can happen. But if but if you're just chasing your tail, growing yeah. at a dynamic a level, point. sometimes it's hard to stop and say, "Hey, wait a minute! Before we, you know, do this, this, and this, shouldn't we, you know, think about what that's going to be like in in thirty and forty years? Right? Because the city will still be here. They yeah. did that." And that's what I think that's what's so really
0: cool about Plano. yeah, it is super cool. I'm almost getting goosebumps thinking yeah. about it because they have that kind of foresight. It's just rare for anybody. And to have so this, true. a group of leaders like like you said 30 40 years ago yeah. that said, "Hey, how do we how do we make this really dynamic?" And you said little old Plano. I mean, it's definitely not
1: <laughs> little or old anymore. It's super dynamic. No, it's it's the ninth largest city in Texas and um, we are we are in a consortium uh, with uh, the big cities of Texas, and we call ourselves the Big City Mayors. Okay, and so we meet uh, twice a month, uh-huh. d- mostly on Zoom, uh, but there occasionally we'll, we'll meet in person, and we talk about you know similar interests that we're dealing with, and sometimes you know Houston may not be having the same issues that Plano is, but a lot of times we are, mm-hmm. and we're all affected by the same legislation that comes out yeah. of Austin, so. Uh, it's 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 really interesting to hear, you know, the issues that are affecting them, and and very similar for all of us. That is really interesting to think
0: about because people are most affected by their local government, like yeah. the roads, the schools, the parks, like you said, but they often give it second thought. Like they get absorbed and emotional about the big national issues that don't really
1: affect their day-to-day commute to work. Right? <laughs> like, it's so true. We've always said, I mean, uh, your your local government accomplishes more in, you know, two weeks than Washington will accomplish in 10 years. Yeah. And and we really do make things happen very quickly. And so um, I, I think people really ought to spend more time and attention to what's going on locally. Mm-hmm. But— uh, you know, we we don't have you know news networks and Correct. things like that, that that raise everybody's you know temperature level up. Oh, yeah, so. I'm
0: doing my best to spread the message, but yeah, I don't like to aggravate people, so um, we'll see. Yeah. So you mentioned this other league of mayors or group of mayors, yeah. like, and, and I hadn't thought about it, but yeah, you're you're in a way negotiating with the state over policies that are going to affect residents locally. Right. Is there competition among the mayors?
1: Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and we're all friends. I mean, we really are. But to to say that we don't compete with Frisco and McKinney and and Dallas and and Arlington and I mean we Irving we do it all the time. Yeah, and and we win some and we lose some. What do you mean
0: when you say competition though? Like when you're talking about?
1: Well, mostly it's about corporate relocations, mm-hmm. uh, companies moving from. A different part of the country or a different part of the world, and um, it's it's real interesting uh, the the decision makers and what they're looking for when they finally make their decision. And we're not, I, I we're we're competing with Georgia and Florida and yeah, Arizona the states too. I mean, they're all very competitive, and so it's it's really probably most of what I do is working with companies that are here making sure they're happy or companies that are considering coming here. Mm-hmm. And and so it's a big it's a big issue and people need to understand the reason why is because the corporate uh, community is pays over 50% of our property taxes. Mm. And then the other 50% or 47% are are residents. Yeah. But the corporate community doesn't require the amenities and services like our residents mm-hmm. do. So it's it's always really important for us as a city to have that even mix that will re- always keep that tax rate down.
0: It makes sense because yeah. the homeowners benefit from
1: all the corporate. I mean, they really do. Yeah. And, and obviously when you have jobs that's the other <laughs> that's benefit <also> very <laughs> of making Plano a place to, that people want to come
0: to yeah and there are a lot of jobs here there are i feel like there's a lot of job openings here too that still need to be filled
1: but. there there are but there's there's also we we're really diverse in in our corporate community as far as you know whether it's not just banking but it's but it's high tech and it's it it, it it's it's all over the map and it really requires a high level workforce, educated workforce. And we've always seemed to provide that mm-hmm. uh, for companies that are really concerned about that the most. And so it, it really, it's never to, uh, something you rest your laurels on and, and say, oh, we got a great workforce. We don't have to do anything about it. We constantly work on, you know, how do, how do we improve that area? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's something that the companies really do see a benefit of being in this area as far as having access to an educated workforce. Oh, work. for sure. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the talent, the talent wars in a way, is, is a big deal, I mean.
1: It is. And now, oh, it, you know, and now you can you can get talent without them living here, which, you know, the pandemic provided. Mm-hmm. And so then we have to kind of almost raise our game a little bit and make sure that it's okay for them to have employees that don't live here. But we'd also, and I think that's changing. I think they're realizing they really do need their people Mm -hmm. personally together. It's certain, you know, not maybe not five days a week, but certainly three or four days a week, and I'm I'm starting to see that change. Yeah, throughout that uh, uh, corporate committee,
0: I've, I've seen it in the traffic on yeah. Dallas North <laughs> <Toilway>. <laughs> So, um, I but I also personally believe that too. Like I like yeah, I like our team to be close and touchable, and and just it's way easier to build relationships with people in person than on a screen. You Zoom? can maintain them on Zoom, but it's harder to build them
1: on Zoom. Zoom does some amazing things, but it it it's I've seen where it's just so much more effective to be together. Yeah, you, know?
0: you touched on this a little bit, but as mayor, like, what does a day in the life look like?
1: So, uh, the mayor does do a lot of openings, um, grand openings, ribbon uh-huh. cuttings, uh, things like that. But I, I also, as I said earlier, I, I spend a lot of time with our corporate community to make sure that they have what they need to be happy in in Plano. Mm-hmm. Um, and and on the resident side, we we make sure that we're doing a lot of town hall meetings and, and personal meetings mm-hmm. to make sure that whatever the issue may be, and there may not be any issue, but just safety and security response times for our first responders, oh, yeah. things like that, and being able to communicate that uh, kind of once again is that you know yeah. town crier and yeah. and making sure that. You know, we are communicating with our uh, community and making sure that, you know, whatever we're doing, we're doing right. And if we need to improve that, we do. Mm -hmm. So there's just a lot of work, you know, uh, amongst our community, whether it be the corporate community or residents community, to, to making sure, you know, we're doing what we need to do to make sure everybody's happy. It sounds like a lot of conversations, lots of different ways to have them. But sure. And again, Plano is, is very diverse. Uh, We, we have uh, found that niche. uh, And I I don't think it was intentional. Uh, I think people came to Plano because it was safe. It had good education, Mm -hmm. it had opportunities, and we just have a great mix of diversity throughout all over the world and and it just kind of makes us that much better and stronger and uh, there there's always those opportunities for me to sit down with different diverse groups uh and and find out you know areas of concern Mm -hmm. you know do you feel safe here and and most of the time we we have such a, a a very responsive community that you know, lets us know when, when we can improve or we're doing a good job at the same time. Yeah. So
0: when you're not mayoring, yes. what do you like
1: to do in your off time? Well, I, I am. So one of my proudest moments is that I am, uh, I've lived here for a long time. I have three children, adult children, and I have seven grandchildren oh, wow! W- with one on the way and everyone lives in Plano. Wow! Now, That's, I'm not sure I had any directive uh, on yeah. <laughs> on that, but I'm very proud to to tell everybody that uh, I support Plano in, in every ways. ways possible. Yeah, and and it means and, they all live close too. even though they're on the opposite side yeah, of Plano, it's yeah, not far I away. Mean, everybody's close, yeah. and um, and so uh, I'm I'm always excited to to have them you know, around the house every now and then. And, uh, but we, we love, you know, I used to travel a lot more than I do now as mayor, but, uh, we love to travel. I love, I love to go to the beach and scuba dive and, and ride my bike and things like that. So, so we, we're, we're very active. Uh, my wife plays a lot of tennis. And so we, uh, uh, we, we try to, uh, enjoy the, the little bit of free time that we have. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure on
0: your time. It, it really is. What's one of those things that's a constant thorn in your side? Um,
1: I, I think one of the areas I, I think is, is this not-in-my-backyard mentality. We call it NIMBY. Mm, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people need to understand the opportunities that development can create. And it does. And when I say development, it does. It it shouldn't be a bad word. I mean, there's really opportunities that really kind of enhance value Mm -hmm. and enhance amenities and things like that. That I think we almost take for granted here in Plano because we can we have so much at our disposal so close by now. And when when we do have a new development or uh, an opportunity. Uh, I could just imagine. yeah, sometimes you know people are, <laughs> think that that's going to to ruin ruin the the, you know, the, the flavor of Plano that they've come to know and love. and and most of the time it just adds to the quality. Mm-hmm. And so a, a lot of times, I, I think, you know we we tend to be very negative when something new comes comes into town and and we need to just kind of have a little more objective perspective about things. Yeah, it's a fear of change. For, yeah, I think for people, like, but yeah. I could see uh, in being
0: local government how that could be a huge something <laughs> on your side.
1: Well, in just as an example, so um Collin Creek Mall was was it served its purpose for mm-hmm. 40 years. Yeah. But then it became an eyesore and and big giant malls just stopped being popular and, and useful and we were able to come up with an, an opportunity to completely change Collin Creek to basically a, a new opportunity for shopping and living and office and, mm-hmm. and and restaurants and those were putting parks there and 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 so if you don't do these kind of things then they just become old and 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 stale. And I think one of the biggest things I, I want to avoid is just kind of resting on our laurels mm-hmm. here in Plano. Oh, we you know, we did so many great things back in the 80s and We're 90s. Good now. We're good. And you and you just you just can't do that. I mean, and that's the reason why you see so many orange cones in the roads, and I apologize to everybody about that. <laughs> but you have to continue to upgrade your infrastructure. And mm-hmm. and if you don't you will erode. I mean, you will really erode. And and we just don't want to be that city. Yeah. We really want to be relevant every single day. In between episodes, stay up to date on all
0: things home and lifestyle with my weekly newsletter Into the Weekend with Matt, where I share the latest real estate updates, new videos from our team, and advice for both buyers and sellers alike. To sign up, go to hastingsareecom slash ITW. That's H A I S T I N G S R E dot com slash I T W. Well, I think of Plano as part of the brand, if you will, yeah. as like being a dynamic city exactly it's not small by any means i mean like you said it's the ninth largest city in texas yeah so it must rank high in the u.s overall too i mean three hundred thousand people almost i think it's a big
1: city it's a big city and i think a lot of people won't will be surprised to hear that but we're we're the same size city as cincinnati and orlando Mm -hmm. people don't think of think of it that way but that's true i mean that's actually true we're factually true and and so when people hear that they go oh my goodness, no way. And yeah, it's yeah. true. And there's going to be cities bigger than Plano to the north of us mm-hmm. in the next ten or fifteen yeah. years. That's just that's yeah, there's more land there. And there's more, more land, land and that's just that's just reality.
0: That's part of the North Texas growth story. Yeah. So if let's say somebody's thinking about moving to Texas, what would be your argument for choosing a Plano over one of the other suburbs of Dallas?
1: Well, so I, again, we'll, we'll go back to those, those main areas that, that we hear back from companies. So it's not just my stump speech, but yeah. education, uh, quality of living and amenities, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, uh, the workforce uh, opportunities for people to find high quality, high paying jobs that, sure. that are really uh, what attracts people here. Uh, the diversity of opportunity, and and just that quality of life that I think Plano has put so much time and effort into over thirty and forty years, yeah, to make it really a quality place to live. Yeah, I would say it's easy living too. Easy living—you can get
0: to pretty much everything you might want access to less than 20 to minutes, entertainment, including any
1: traffic. To to our, I think I I, I forgot what the stat was but i think we have per capita more restaurants than like new york or something like it's just unbelievable yeah and well and I,
0: our recent guest was the senior food reporter for the dallas morning news oh and she we, we talked a little bit about plano but we also talked more about north texas and there are sure. 14, restaurants in no it's just the metro area it's phenomenal and i think even in plano and this is something she said like we have an underappreciated restaurant scene here. There's a lot of great restaurants that kind of go beneath the radar screen.
1: We did. I, I did an interview with Morning News uh, a month or so ago, and we were talking about uh, some other things. Then we got into the restaurants, and I said, you know, owner-operated restaurants in Plano, there's some some real gems. And a lot of people outside of Plano would have no idea. And yeah. so, you know, I was, I was kind of pushing that pretty hard yeah just saying you need you need to realize there, there's some really great restaurants here and and a lot of people have no idea right well they all gravitate
0: towards the the shiny flashy yeah. things too that no maybe, question maybe are on their instagram feed no or question about like that. It. um so we talked about what's a thorn in your side what are some of your favorite parts of being mayor well, or maybe favorite moments. Yeah,
1: some of the favorite moments are are the opportunities that we have to to have festivals, and we do a international festival. We have the balloon festival. We have Dickens at Christmas, and then we even do a Halloween festival. Mm-hmm. And you're always thinking, yeah, this is probably. I, I'm not sure. It's you know, it's it's going to be. That well attended or whatever. And amazingly how how these things are just huge. Last year on Saturday of the Balloon Fest, we had like seventy thousand people. Holy cow. It was, I mean, it was such it, it was so exciting. And yet at the same time, it was like, oh my gosh, where are we putting all this? Yeah. and and so I mean it's almost like if you build it they will come yeah and and so there's there's just so many uh opportunities that people really want to gather and come together and and so when when we're there and um, we're you know able to say hello and and see so many people and I know they're not all from Plano but it's it's just a it's a Really heartwarming to see uh, that people really want to come out and be a part of what makes Plano so Yeah, great. to be a part of
0: the community. Yeah, yeah. That's, I had no idea that balloon festival was that big. It, it was, and wow. so
1: I, I think they were making some huge efforts to get people to, you know, uh, ride uh, mass transit dart <laughs> into yeah. into the area this coming. Well, it's in just it's a, couple a couple of weeks. weeks.
0: Yeah. It's amazing how successful that's been. Wow! Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. So, what do you think the future of Plano looks like, like three, four, five years from now, or maybe even further? Yeah, I think further.
1: Now? So, um, one of the interesting aspects of Plano is that we are we're an international city. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the pleasure to go to Japan and Korea in April, mostly to meet with the companies that are already here okay so toyota ntt data which is basically the att uh of yeah at and t of japan um and and in korea we went to uh, doosan and samsung and sg okay these are these are companies that uh, samsung obviously is but like samsung over here at. Central and Legacy, there's mm-hmm. four thousand employees there. Yeah, we went to the Samsung campus. They have thirty three thousand people on that campus every single day. Yeah. Eight hundred buses in the morning. Wow. Eight hundred buses in the I afternoon. Just can't I mean, just think about that. It's just it's ridiculous. They get three three meals a day, mm-hmm. part of their compensation. It's just a machine, and. And so I think what we've really learned by working with these companies that are already here or coming here, more companies want to get beyond the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And this isn't a California thing. This is about moving more centralized to be able to meet their customers on the East Coast Mm -hmm. and West Coast equally. And there, there are... Great incentives for being in Texas, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll be the first to say that's that's a big reason why people even begin to look is because of our our no income tax yeah uh, system here in Texas is is a real benefit, but it goes beyond that. It goes beyond that because Georgia and Arizona and others are very competitive, and they don't have that either. So we can we can show that. All the things that we've talked about, you know, the education, the workforce development, the 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 areas of diversity in life science and banking and uh, computer science and all these other things that are now in Plano. You know, Toyota. Yeah. Which is just incredible, <laughs> isn't it? Every time I just it's it's phenomenal to think that Toyota North America chose, chose Plano. Plano. Yeah, And a lot of it was all of those same things that we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and they are a delight to work with. I mean, they're great. But I constantly make sure, you know, I meet with them once a month to make sure, you know, what else can we do to, to help you guys succeed? We do that with, you know, FedEx. We do it with, with Liberty Mutual. Mm-hmm. We do it with, you know, uh, just the other day, Riata. Is a drug company that's right there at Communications and and Legacy. Okay, it's that high rise, Riata just and Biogen just bought them for seven point two billion dollars. They had one drug, it's approved, and they just (laughs) got bought for seven point (laughs) two. So now I I I I have met with them, but now I'm going to meet with them going okay. You guys are going to stay, right? Yeah. And and do I need to go to Boston to talk to Biogen and say, "You guys want to, you you want to move some more people here? Yeah, we're we're more than happy to do (laughs) it. We're all for business. So those are those are interesting dynamics that just are a part of what makes Plano such a you know diverse corporate community, and and so I think that's that's where we're headed. I think we're headed to completely reinvent. The J.C. Penney campus, the EDS campus, really reinvent Collin Creek Mall, Willoughby Mall mm-hmm. to really some dynamic new new things that I think our community's gonna love. Yeah, that's exciting to think really, about. Really gonna love. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know,
0: living over here, I think about the Willoughby Mall all the time. Yeah. And some of my favorite restaurants are over there. Me too. But um, I'm not much of a mall shopper myself, so I don't think I've been in in a long time to the actual
1: mall. But I I read all the time about all the plans, and I'm excited yeah. to see them come to fruition. I'm I'm real hopeful, and and again, this is a different dynamic than Collin Creek because I don't think you're going to see near the. It was almost had to be destroyed and start over at mm-hmm. Collin Creek, whereas Willow Bend, it's it's really set up perfectly. They've already. They've gotten. Not only do they have ground parking that that would fulfill mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> at and Stadium, but they have multi-level parking at, at, at all different parts of the mm-hmm. mall area. And so I think you're going to see a, another real great opportunity for restaurants, uh, walk-up uh, retail. Uh, you're going to have some entertainment there, uh, whether it be uh, uh, movie theaters or um, uh, live theater or things like that, uh, hotel and office, and yeah, and so it's. I mean, I'm real excited about that. And that's what you think five years off? Yeah, just from I, a construction it, perspective. I, I, think. D- I think it could even be faster than that. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, because it's just again, uh, they're they're going to open, like you said. I mean, n- not many people want to go in a, a mall anymore. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to drive up to, you know, their. Uh, retail uh, purveyor, and just in that regard, and so uh, they're going to open it all up. So it's so it's a whole lot more walkable and mm-hmm. drivable, and things like that. So I, I'm really looking forward. to Well,
0: that. outside of like this summer, the weather here is usually like phenomenal, <laughs> and it's great for outdoor <laughs> outdoor shopping and dining.
1: I mean, I it's try like to, nine months of the year. <laughs> I know. I, I try to brag to people. I said, "Look, we we do really well." From, you know, October to June. But I said, there were there were three months that, that are pretty it's rough. going to be a little toasty. <laughs> so, yeah. so just, just understand, it, it, it's a longer good period than it is, you know, the short period.
0: Yeah. Before the show, we had talked a little bit about the some of the residential things, too. And, yeah. the, and what's different about Plano than some of the other suburbs is it's effectively built out. Right. And there's just a few... Um, Big pieces of land left to right. like meaningfully change the number of homes for sale,
1: or and we do. We do have uh, several uh, opportunities for for more single family housing in Central Plano and East Plano, and and there's there's some infill things that are going to happen, uh, single family here in the west West Plano part of town. So I, I think you're also seeing a, an interesting dynamic in what the demand is for different types of housing. Mm -hmm. And, um, I can remember in the eighties hearing about condominiums or townhomes, and it was just like a foreign object for us here in North Texas. And now it's just a really hot market. I mean, Mm -hmm. people really want that, uh, lock and leave kind of house that has all the amenities, but they don't have the yard. They don't have, you know, uh, all, all, all the upkeep and all that. Yeah. So I, I'm seeing a lot of home builders kind of do a mix of, of single family with with the typical yard and things like that. But also that no lot line townhome mm-hmm. product, it seems to be real popular.
0: Yeah. I, Windrose Tower was was sort of a an anomaly but a very impressive project that came about too as, as condos so different kind of multifamily it,
1: it it is but even the um uh the two high rises i think it's lv 29. And, and the Meridian, I think, right? Maybe, but those are rentals, and and they're full too. Yeah, and those are not cheap rents, as yeah. you know. Yeah,
0: I mean, I no, they're not. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's funny to think about. I imagine when you first moved to Plano, the idea of having like a sky, you know, <laughs> skyrise living,
1: this <laughs> is just not the the one thing that that we really have to keep an eye on for Winrose is is the uh, Legacy Hall and the, the music. So we we have to you know, make them quit a little earlier than maybe ah, the, because it's residential. It's, it's amazing how the sound really, <laughs> is, right up the <laughs> it, it it affects the people like, uh, on the row, 50, you know, floor 15 through 30 and the people closer to the ground don't hear it. So we're, you know, legacy West is, is a dynamic all its own. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we are so proud of that. I mean, it is, it's amazing oh, how yeah. well it does. And, and again, I mean, it's, uh, it's also a
0: destination because people are coming there from all
1: over the metro area. No question about We are, um, our hotel uh, industry, uh, especially in that area, is full. It's been full all summer. Wow. It, it's, yeah, it's where, uh, the players stay when they mm-hmm. play the Byron Nelson. Okay, uh, Messi stayed there the other night, and so it just goes to show you it's it's where it's it's really an attraction, mm-hmm. and it has it's so many great amenities to it, and uh, we're we're really proud of it. We, we really are, and because it just it's it has a life of its own, mm-hmm. you know. It, yeah, it is, and and I think it's one of the top uh, properties uh in in the United States as far as just success goes. Yeah, and it's so, a really well done development. So it's 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 really a, a proud moment, but we you know, we've done so much in downtown Plano and and it's just come mm-hmm. so far and it's I like downtown Plano. I love downtown Plano and it's also a great destination uh for for events and things mm-hmm. like that that I talked about earlier and it so we're seeing we're seeing growth there in every direction, mm-hmm. and so we're really excited about the uh, the things that are going to be happening there in the next three to five years too. Yeah, you talked about hotels,
0: and as a real estate agent, I'll a lot of people ask me about Airbnb. Yeah, and I know the city recently moved to
1: ban <clears throat> Airbnb. Can you talk about like some of the factors that influence that? There's a lot of information that we still need to collect on how Airbnbs really do affect yeah. uh, home home ownership. I mean, you always have the property rights issue, which is something that I I believe the state defends pretty strongly. Yeah, and and so what what I think would be the best solution would be to find areas to uh, mitigate any noise and and trash and parking and things like that, yeah. that I think we all would agree that we'd like to, you know, if, if someone's renting, we'd, we'd like to eliminate those kind of issues. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're we're right now in the middle of gathering data and trying to come up with, you know, a, a real a good opportunity that would be a solution to both sides.
0: Yeah, it's a complicated issue. It really, it really is. kind of speaks to the, I mean, I'm a big advocate for property rights sure. in general, but this speaks to the "not in my backyard" thing too. Like people are like, "Well, no, I don't want this in my backyard," it, and, and I imagine that's another thorn in your side type of
1: issue. It's it's really there's not an easy answer to it, and so we we really need to. Uh, I know I know people don't want to hear this, but we really need to go slow and make sure yeah. we're making the right decisions and not overreacting to you know, in a situation that may have happened on a weekend and it was loud and <laughs> yeah. you know That was also the Super Bowl weekend. Right? The, so, so the overreactions. Yeah. And and again, I understand. I understand people want to be able to have those um uh, amenities for their own house and they shouldn't have to, you know, sacrifice somebody being next door that, you know, keeps them up and all yeah. those other things. So we're we're trying to Take our time. Make sure we do it right. We have a committee that's that's you know been put together to to listen to to all the uh, the data and and on both sides of, of the fence in regard to property rights versus you know other property rights. And so it's it's just something I hope people will have patience with.
0: Yeah, I I personally think it's a two to three year issue.
1: Yeah, because we Maybe we're just also for Texas. We're also trying to be. Uh, diligent to make sure that we can see maybe a lawsuit that's happened in Austin or, or grapevine or, or, or Arlington or wherever it may be and be able to learn from those court cases so that we're not just walking right into yeah. a, you know, repeat <laughs> another storm. Yeah,
0: that's true. I guess city governments can get sued. So that's, oh. uh, that's yeah something yes, to be mindful of. Um, yeah, so the city probably has a whole attorney, a whole yeah. legal staff. Right? Yeah,
1: we, we have we have legal staff and then we we also sometimes have to go outside on on unique lawsuits yeah. that we we may or may not be yeah. you know as as experts on. So it's, you know, it, again it's a big city. We, I'm not saying we yeah. don't have problems oh, of our no, just, own. But just you saying that made me think like, oh yeah, cities can get sued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so we you know, we we work on all sorts of things, whether it be, you know, affordable housing or homelessness yeah. or or, you know, food insecurity, all those kind of things. And we have and that I guess that makes Plano so great is we also have those areas that provide those areas of need right mm-hmm. here in Plano whether it be the North Texas Food Bank or Minnie's Pantry or Salvation Army and and so even when we do have problems and we're trying to come up with solutions we have partners that can help us with these and and yeah and mitigate some of those areas that of need and and so we're we're constantly trying to come up with you know, a better mousetrap to help the homeless yeah. and and things like that. Which is funny. I I guess it does exist. It's a big city, so mm-hmm. it exists. But I, it's
0: for me, I was side out of mind. The homeless problem, which yeah. is, I mean, I guess is my mind. It's a, it's a good thing, but yeah, it's, it's not something I ever really think about in terms of really North Texas more generally. It's so not it's a, lucky. It's
1: not a it's not a big number, certainly for us. But yeah. you know, I I I think. We're, we're trying our best to, you know, find solutions to, to people that, you know, and sometimes people don't want help, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, it's real difficult to find a solution for those people, but a lot of them do. And so we're, we're always yeah. looking at, 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 helping those that, that, you know, have had, fallen on hard times or whatever that may be.
0: Yeah. That's very good. Um, what inspired you? like stepping a little higher level. What what inspired you to run for mayor? Well, in, in the first place.
1: I, I I'm to be totally honest, so when I got when I stepped down uh, school board, I I 16 years that was plenty. Yeah. And <laughs> and I you know fortunately, yeah, parents, fortunately parents I was able, are
0: probably more passionate yeah, than than homeowners I mean, Fortunately and I didn't,
1: they didn't run me off, but I, they probably should have. And and so I I I really didn't do anything for a few years, and then uh, my good friend Harry Larociliere was my predecessor, and he asked me if I would serve on planning and zoning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I thought, well, sure, and you know, anything to to help in in that area. Well, the next thing you know, we're we're putting together a, a comprehensive plan, and and uh, <laughs> it it kind of becomes a lot of work, and. And I, I just at that moment, even with my dad running for or being mayor years ago, I just realized at that moment, okay, all the things that you and I have talked about over this last hour, I want to see continue. Mm-hmm. And there are some that want to run for mayor that would not have that same mentality. And it was almost like, oh, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to run for mayor because I really do Care about this city. Yeah. I mean, I've been here most all my life, and I just, I just have this pride in and in, in what it's become, and I just want it to continue. And so, it's really a labor of love. I can guarantee you. I can say this right now. <laughs> I have no interest to go to Austin or to go to Washington. Yeah. This is not a career path. This is this is the finality yeah, is for me because I really want to stay right here in. Plano. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's home. It's home. For sure, for sure. It's home. My kids are here. My grandkids are here. My, I've, I've just got, you know, lifelong friends here. And I I really do care about where Plano goes over the next 10 years, 20 mm-hmm. years. And if I can at least have it teed up in a position where whoever comes behind me can continue that excellence, then I feel, I, I yeah. feel good about the time that I spent. Yeah, so you're two years into your first term two years into your first term it's two four-year terms is the most you can do yeah so we have term limits so right. you could only eight years is the most you could do yeah and i'm okay with that yeah i'm I mean, i'm I mean, you'll probably be tired I, <laughs> I i i know some mayors around texas that don't have terms and some of these guys and gals have been mayor for 30 and Forty years. I'm just thinking, why wow. in the world? Yeah, that's just cruising for a bruise. It's tough. It's tough. But this is a, this is a, a real pleasure to to serve a city like this. And in
0: in in terms of your in terms of your term, uh, do you have any goals you want to accomplish
1: in this first term, or, or like in the second half? <clears throat> well, I want to I want to uh, get Collin Creek and um, Haggard Farms and and Willow Bend completed. Uh, or at least on, on its way to completion by the end of the term. Okay, and I, and I certainly, um, as as I talked about earlier, we this is not real sexy, but the infrastructure is so important to being relevant in those neighborhoods mm-hmm. that we talked about to stay relevant and in good shape. And and uh, you know, I don't think people realize. So when a development is is built say in the 70s or 80s and they they build the roads <laughs> and and all the all the infrastructure underneath and and maybe even the brick walls that that kind of mm-hmm. you know segregate their community or their development next to somebody else's well those developers are gone yeah and now that's that's on us to take care of that so when we talk about building uh, uh, continuing to work on infrastructure, which is a journey, not a destination. Mm-hmm. We're also talking about sidewalks and, and brick walls and, and uh, areas inside developments, you know, streets and sewers and, and those kind of like things. Like you said the not sexy things. It's not, about. it's not fun, but boy, if they're not working properly, we hear about <laughs> it really quick. That. So when when we talk about just continuing to make Plano relevant – it it may not be some major you know relocation or or major you know corporate community that moves into Plano but it just has a lot to do with keeping Plano relevant mm-hmm. in its maturity yeah so that it's still a place people want to live in people want to come to and that's that's a big job and yeah. you know it's going to take a lot longer than than my term, you know, here is mayor. So it's going it's going to be something that continues to be a priority for years to come.
0: Yeah, it's just going to keep going.
1: Yeah, because I would say, you know, if we were able to do everything, we're talking about, oh, I don't know, 200 million dollars in in road construction for these next four years. <laughs> Yeah. And and I think to do it all it would be three or four billion dollars. So oh, wow. so we have to bite off yeah. know, small bites and just keep going down the road. But the thing is if you fix it all now, then in, in yeah. thirty years it's you're gonna have to fix
0: it all again then. It's just without question. Yeah. So it's so And it's, technology is changing this to a certain yeah. extent also.
1: Yeah, it has a lot to do with why you're seeing the the uh the blacktops on some of our main thoroughfares because we they've come up with a new technology to to fix the under infrastructure concrete, mm-hmm. and then and then put a, a topper on it, and that dis, disseminates the water, and it and so this is not something we came up with, but we have found that these last a lot longer than just repairing concrete. Hmm. So we're hopeful. I know the ride's smoother. Yeah. So we're hopeful that that you know it it's a new technology that that will last longer and we won't have to go back and you know repair potholes quite as often. Yeah, this, You're right, the not glamorous <laughs> part of city government. Yeah I had I actually hadn't given too much
0: thought to that but yeah it's important and two hundred million dollars I mean that's a lot of money.
1: It, I mean it but, really is and you've seen kind of the re, what we're doing right now and it, it's you know it is it's a pain uh, traffic wise but it's it's really necessary to get those things done and we're working as fast as we can to, to get them done and finished and and move on to the the next street. Yeah. I mean, as a, you know, Plano resident, I just think about it as part of living in a city too. I mean, it's going to be an itty city. I mean, you, you want to see that happening. Yeah. I mean, and you know, there's other cities where it just never, you never seem to see the, the correction to some mm-hmm. of the problems on the streets and in sidewalks and things like that. And that's, that's a real priority to Plano. Yeah. And that's, I think a great part about Plano and North Texas more broadly and why so
0: many people want to move here is because of things like that, like their cities they have be moving from just haven't been kept up. We think that's really important. Yeah. We really do. So for a person listening who
1: wants to get involved in local government, how, how are ways they can do that? Well, so one of the things in a city our size, when we talk about all the different areas from building standards to planning and zoning to cultural affairs and all these other things. So we have a dozen or more uh, boards and commissions. Okay. And so we, we appoint uh, you know, five to ten people on those boards to do the work and come up with recommendations that we need to put into the budget or that we need to add to the budget or whatever it may be to uh, improve those areas whether it be uh, cultural arts or events or parks and rec and all those things and those are always opportunities for people to get involved see kind of how every everything functions in regard to the boards and commissions and then their report to council and then how we move move forward those recommendations and and then move on with our okay. budget and so that's always i think a first step to to getting involved i mean there's always you know a nonprofits, profits uh, leadership plano is a big one that mm-hmm. that you should get involved with that will kind of give you a very a good uh, idea of how everything works in the city and that that includes schools and chamber of commerce and everything else yeah and uh, that that's a terrific program I and mean, they're in their 40th year or something yeah, like that so it's it's really a great program but those are the kind of things that that will help you understand how how we as a local government work and and how how effective okay it is in regards to that and so i mean if you if you want to run for council and <laughs> and with, with no experience, it's been done before and and most some of those people do a great job. But I think with that um service in a board and commission, it okay. gives you a much better uh launching point to, to serve on council. So that's the first step for I somebody think so. to get involved. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there are volunteer opportunities
0: that float around. Constantly. Constantly. Yeah.
1: yeah. And we have we have also, uh, uh, police academies and and fire academies that you can, as a volunteer, wow. spend like six weeks on and and really learn all the things that go on with them, and so that's always fun. Plato
0: has a volunteer portion of the fire department. Well, they, they
1: have a they have a course that helps you kind of know how all the operations work. Okay, at the at, at the police level and at the fire station level. And uh, everybody, I, I've actually never done that, so I'm planning on doing that. But everybody I talk to says it's a fabulous wow, you know, yeah. six weeks of, of learning you know, all, all that goes into being a fireman and a mm-hmm. policeman.
0: Yeah, interesting. My, I grew up in a small town uh, in, in Northern California, and they have a volunteer fire department oh. with only a couple you know, pay it could never work yeah. in a big city, but in a small <laughs> town you can get away with it. And my dad's in volunteer fire department for for years. Oh, he, and so I'm when sure he love loves it. So I heard he does love it. But I, I yeah, it's an interesting. We to get involved in a city where you have a professional yeah. force. Absolutely, A person could do that for six weeks. Yeah. and and understand. And
1: it, it just kind of gives you a, a taste of what it's like to on a day to day basis. Yeah, uh, in the life of you know a, a fireman or a policeman. Yeah, so it's really pretty cool. That's
0: super cool. Yeah. Well, I know you're a busy man. What uh, What do you wish I would
1: have asked you? <laughs> oh, I think I think it was pretty comprehensive. But, you know, I, I just um, I just think there's some really exciting things happening, not just in West Plano, but in East Plano mm-hmm. and just uh, just get involved and be a part of the community, whether it be coming to an event, whether balloon festival or, or the international festival or Christmas and, and just, just really plugging in and not, not just kind of be a resident with, uh-huh. with, with no, you know, involvement in the community. Cause we have a lot of fun things to do. And I think, I think we, we have just a, an amazing uh, group of people that, that uh, uh, are, are plugged into Plano and, and just Make some real opportunities fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's invitation to get involved.
1: Invitation
0: to get involved. Well, my friends, I want to thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thank you also for your service to the community. It's always a pleasure. Yeah,
1: thank you. Have you been thinking about moving to North Texas? Maybe you're looking in Plano, Dallas, Frisco, or the surrounding communities. Each year, our team helps dozens of families make the move to Texas. We'd love to help you begin your journey. Learn more on our website at HastingsRE.com. That's H-A-I-S-T-I-N-G-S-R-E.com.